<laughs> Welcome back. This is episode 28 of World's Strongest Opinions, and our guest today is Romark. He's one of the best video creators on YouTube and on the internet. He's friends with a lot of strong people. Right now, he's been traveling the world. He has a great series, the Drink the Unknown series he's been doing. He has a lot of great plans going on. Welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Yeah. Welcome, 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 man. Glad to have you on, Romark. Yeah, this has been a great one. Because when you messaged and said you were a fan of the show, that one time that I tagged you in a story, I was like, so pumped about that. Because just like the all the stuff you create, like the production value these days on your videos is just insane. Oh, and thanks, stuff, man. So, I mean, yeah. uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to step outside the realm of like daily vlog strongman videos now because um it's just, it gets boring <laughs> yeah it's always nice to like step out kind of like perfect your craft and everything because mm-hmm. right now you just returned a bit ago from uh spain or basque country right with the stones yeah, yeah so yeah. we um we in february we did a whole um tour strictly unknown tour we went to netherlands spain Georgia, which is coming after Basque Country, and then Italy. And we did nice. that for like 30 days. So you said Georgia. Is that how they pronounce that? I'm, I'm ignorant. We always say Georgia. Is it Georgia? I, I, I don't know. I got corrected the other day for saying it wrong. So I don't know. <laughs> I, and I don't know. I just noticed you said it different. I'm like, have, we, have I been saying? I mean, well, it's possible because Georgia to us is a state in the United States, right? And it's probably not pronounced even relatively close in the actual country. Well, I just, I, I just assume it's like Georgian. That's why how they say yeah, it. Yeah, that's so, a good point. Georgian, right? So I'm like, okay, so it's Georgia. I However, just like, Georgia. like I got called out one time, like like Keynes, right? Uh, economics. I called it Keynesian uh, or Keynesian once, and somebody's like, "No, that's not right. It's Keynesian." <laughs> Oh, Keynesian. Wow, yeah. I'm like, whatever, but like you say Cartesian. Why can't I say Keynesian? I, it's Keynesian. I <laughs> so, so uh, traveling around the world, you you have a better understanding and how people interpret it um, different language. Like, for example, um, Lithuania and Latvian in English is different in, in other Spanish called like uh, Latonia is Latvian. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, people pronounce different uh, countries in different languages differently. It's pr- very interesting. Uh, it was mind blowing to me. Well, I feel yeah. like we should pronounce it however um, the people of that it's country out. pronounce it, right? Because that because that would be appropriate. It's like it's like going through Missouri. Well, like part of Missouri calls it Missouri. So Missouri, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know Missouri. I don't know. <laughs> How do you say Chicago? Chicago. How do you say Chicago? Yeah, so like, Chicago, like Chicago, like Chicago. <laughs> I say Chicago. Yeah, that's why, like, because that's the way people say it there, Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's crazy, but yeah. So, how have your travels been? Like, what's been your favorite part so far? Everywhere. Oh, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's like it's hard to narrow it down. It's it's one thing about learning the sport and watching on videos, and not, let alone like. Your te- what you learn in textbooks is not even the entryway to what you what you experience in um in the physical aspects. You one get like the political side and opinions by by their interpretation versus 
our interpretation and it really puts perspective really puts different perspectives and culture to um experiencing how different cultures for basket here was a huge culture shock for sure but so because like you don't think it'd be like a normal weightlifting gym it would be it was quiet everyone was everyone knew their job everyone knew knew what they did there was no talking there's no cell phones like in commercial gyms it was just like i have to do this for 45 minutes and i'm doing it that's it um yeah that sounds amazing though like i I think uh we we always say here in the essays like shut up and lift but nobody ever does no, no, no. It's Nobody all, ever shuts up and lives here. <laughs> my favorite, my favorite thing is um, the you guys heard of like the Atlantic rowing teams? They they like row from uh, Portugal all the yeah. way to like Turkish Kinko or Turkish Kinkos. Yeah, Turkish Kinkos. Yeah, Rogue sponsored a team called Shut Up and Row, and <laughs> I I was like. I was very intrigued. I was like, dude, that's a cool little documentary we could do. We could watch, we could film the training process of these rowing teams. And then um, I came across of this one female who um, who did the whole thing with four, with three other women. And it was very, very wholesome. And it was like complete opposite from Shut Up a Row. <laughs> it was like, they were like <laughs> talking about things and, as they're rowing. And it's a, uh, but that was, um, that was a that was an interesting twist. I, I I like I like when people say shut up and lift and not shut up. Because it's, really <laughs> <laughs> it's funny seeing other gyms overseas or a lot more of that training hall style and everything. Like there's just kind of like, especially I always think of like the classic like Russian ones where they're just like sitting on benches and then just lift absurd weights and then just sit on the bench and it's like all it is is just lifting. Like there's not even music in the background. I think that's oh. kind of like an Olympic lifting kind of thing because yeah. um, the gym that I'm at now, so I haven't been really doing strongman for so long. I've not really had a lot of exposure to to like legitimate weightlifters, um, like Olympic. We call it Olympic weightlifting, but um, dude, they do. Got the guys. They they all like they bring their chairs in and they sit their chair down next to the bar. They do like they do their set and then they sit down for a while and just chill. Yeah, like, I feel like it's either it's either silence. Or fucking bass and drums. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Never like in between. Um yeah. I used to work I used to work for Iron Mind back in the day and I would uh oh, nice. take their I would take their videos. I'm not like actual film it, but I would take I was bringing Iron Mind to the digital era. So like Instagram, social media. So for a while I was doing all their social media for a bit. <clears throat> And I would watch all their videos of all the training videos from Pierce Demas all the way to oh, I forgot. Not forget I forgot all their names, but there's some strong dudes out there, man. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I love Iron Mine. Iron Mine's such a are great so company, good. man. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. I'm just gonna shout I'm just gonna shout out Iron Mind. I've had such good like <laughs> customer it's, service it's, from Iron Mine. Like they're it's like the original rogue. It's the original rogue, man. They're the original rogue, but like they've got I mean rogue's been good to me too, but Dude, customer service from Iron Mind is like bar none. They are so. It's like three people. It's, like three people. <laughs> yeah. it's very personable. Mm-hmm. They're a really great company. Yeah. Yeah. I've always been impressed by them. I've like just everything that they have. And then their grippers and stuff. Because that was my first introduction. It's like those grips, the captains of Crush trying to work my way up. Dude, they set the standard on that, I think. Yeah. Like it was like the uh, for a long time. 
I, I, I still think it's still the standard. Maybe next to the extra genie stuff, but I think it's the it's still the yeah. standard. You guys yeah. try rolling. Oh, the rolling thunder is so hard. Yeah, that's like yeah. I, su- I suck at rolling thunder. I can close <laughs> a three and a half. I can close a three and a half gripper. I can't. I could barely lift one hundred and eighty on a on a rolling thunder. That's that so doesn't weird. make sense. It doesn't make sense. Well, <laughs> well, it's because it's thumb, right? I mean, the rolling thunder requires thumb strength. Uh, a yeah. crush grip doesn't have it doesn't include thumb the thumb. Strength. So, no, so I have like yeah. a very weak thumb, apparently. Yeah. Are, you, are you good? Are you good arm wrestler? I've never. You know what? I've never seriously arm wrestled. Oh yeah, I just I just assume because like every arm wrestler has like that fucking gripper to just warm yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I think that grippers work well. Like I always kind of say, like grippers are. Grippers work for grippers and maybe and maybe arm wrestling, but they don't have like a lot of carryover to like strongman because it doesn't include that thumb. Like your thumb is that no. limiting digit in all like axle, like uh, farmers, all of that. Everything, so yeah. yeah. You, you got to train the thumb. Yeah, I just recently realized that you couldn't you you had to use your thumb with the rolling thunder. I would always cheat and just kind of scoop it. And they were like, that's cheating. You have to use your thumb. And it's a completely different thing. I was like, dude, I don't think that's cheating. I don't think you can like, do very much on a rolling thunder without that. your thumb. I, I'd be surprised if like, you could do more. I could do more without my thumb. Really? Just kind of scoot. And people told me they, because I worked my way up to like 150 pounds, and people were like, you can't, you need to use your thumb. And using my thumb, I ended up failing 125, yeah. which was a bummer. I don't know. So I'm kind of weird of like, once my thumbs are in, like, like with the axle, like, I do a thumbless, and then you just do double overhand thumb thumbless. It's kind of nice. Got the can, axle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I I've never done the full axle. I just have like the oh. bars. Yeah, oh. the Apollon's axle is different too. It's so slippery. Like, I was actually disappointed. The I mean, the guys that did, did the recent um, double overhand axle world record attempts. Um, ridiculous, ridiculous grip strength, but I was really disappointed to see that it wasn't done on the Iron Mine axle. A brand, I mean, it should yeah. be done on a brand new Iron Mine axle. I thought they did that in uh, Ohio this year, dude. Someone set the record this year. Uh, yeah, but it was on a black powder coated axle. Um, you're right. It, uh, somebody did set the record, and I can't, can't, and that was, not coming I to mind. Like, it was, it was like Alexi something from Russia. Yeah. Yeah, but it was a black. It looked like a black powder coated axle, and it wasn't done on the the new. Because like when Mike Burke originally set it over five hundred pounds, it was on a brand spanking new Iron Mine Apollon's axle, yeah, not seasoned right. It didn't have like rust built up or anything. It was brand spanking new, super slick and polished. Yeah, I was there for that one, but I I, I thought someone broke it this year. I, I don't know. Uh, it comes crazy. to mind. You've seen yeah. so many things because I was gonna say I was like training out there at the with Ode, like his grip strength's just legendary. Yeah, so yeah. like watching him do stuff, it's just like it's inspiring. As I'm always mm-hmm. like, and you, even like your double overhand on deadlift, I'm like, that's crazy. I'm yeah, like, um, I need to get more into double overhand. I took it for granted. I grew up with Ode, so I've I've been I've been I was a neighbor since I was 10, 11 years old. So I've, I've, I've seen a lot of people. I've seen um, Mark Felix. I've seen Mar- – I cooked for Marish Pichinowski. I've, I've seen Jesse Marunde. Um, Jesse I've seen Marunde a lot of people. A... You've been around a while then. I mean, if, you see, yeah. if you've met Jesse Marunde because 
I mean, he passed away in 2007. Don't worry on that. At time, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he, he won, that was just when I started Starman was about 2007. So you've yeah, been around I, a while. I've been around. Dude, not, not a lot of people know that, man. I've been around Starman for a long time. It's been. Yeah, um, yeah. I've seen a lot of toads break at Ode's house, you know? So just like. <laughs> I've seen That's John crazy. Anderson. I've seen. Who else? I, there's a lot of people I've I've seen. But you so, said you cooked for Pujanowski. Is that what you said? Yeah. So, Ode's 60th birthday, um, he invited everyone to his at the house. And then his wife at the time, Julia, <clears throat> needed help cooking. So, I'm like, I'm like 12, 13 years old. Cooking the back meats, fucking meat, no veggies, like steak, steak, cook, yeah, cut. <laughs> and we, we had, it was like it was a beautiful scene because um, the O the, in the O's living room was a giant Viking hall exhibit <clears throat> like table. So every third person there was a plate of meat, meat, veggies, meat, veggies. It was uh, it was very Vikingish. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, well, that is amazing. So that was how you got your start into Strongman, was just living next to Ode and just like hanging out. Yeah, there. man. I started training when I was ten. Um, he thought he told me he taught me how to clean and jerk since I was ten years old. Wow, man, that's, that's crazy. Like, that is crazy. That's like, um, man, people kill for that opportunity. Oh, dude, I took it for I took definitely took it for granted. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah when you're, well, I mean, when you're ten years old, you don't know you have no idea, right? You're like. You're training with the, I mean, well, I mean, he's like the epitome of old man strength, right? He started strongman when he was, what, 50 years old? And competed and hung with, yeah. the, and hung with, like, yeah. the, with the top guys for, for a decade into his 60s, yeah. which is insane. Well, I didn't really get into strongman because at the time, maybe it was until 2013, nothing was, as Jim, the lightest thing was 285 pounds. <laughs> 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 like, like, like when Martins was training. So I met Martins in 2013 when I got out of the Navy and he started training across the So I moved back to my parents' house and he started training. So I started training. And I was still 165 pounds, but like I was more of a cardio fit versus strength fit. So yeah. I lost all my strength. But um, I just remember uh, my buddy uh, Martins and Sean do a warm up in the keg. And Martins is strong. There's a course, you know, but he's he was little Martins, not like big Martins, right, yeah, but his yeah, 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 225 yeah. pounds keg. You lift it up, you pick it, and you do 60 yards there, 60 yards back. That was his warm up, dude. I couldn't even fucking lift it up, get it to my lap like a atlas. I, 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 it took me about two weeks to just get it to my lap. After that, <laughs> clean it, and after that, it'll be three steps. So then, then three months later, I would do five steps, six steps, seven steps, and progressively get better and better. And then and then, thanks to the sports, it was like a weird time that sports slowly started growing. Uh, Beast Metals was the was the yeah. main. I feel like Beast Metals before Robic sold all these like farmers. Beast Metals was was it. Then you had like yeah. that yoke. You had the multiversal yoke where you can make it farmers. I was like, cool. Now I can actually start training strongman stuff instead of doing like Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting. Yeah, man. That's, I mean, awesome. that's, a, that's a remarkable thing about Strongman, though. It's, it's like everybody starts – we just talked about this in one of our previous episodes. It's like everybody kind of starts at a different place, and, and everybody's progress is, you know, different. And, and you just got to be persistent 
um, and and work with you know whatever timeline that that you have. Like I like I am a good example. Um, you know, our previous guest had a kind of a similar example. It took me like I started strongman. My first competition was 2008. It took me a decade to win nationals. Right. Wow. Yeah. So um, I mean, I think I could have. I, I mean, I was in the running before that, but you know, ca- having like the the right time and the right combination of events and the stars aligning and you know all that 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 takes to to accomplish that for a lot of athletes i mean yeah we all have like different uh different rates at which we progress and it's all about like persistence and like you said like it's one step at a time and you just keep pushing until you know you get that full 60 yards in your case which is uh yeah which is also about the sport, man. And you can trade yeah, with yeah, guys yeah. like Martins, right? Who's like really already awesome. And like, there's no judgment. It's just like, do your best and do your best. And I, that's why I tell people like strongman, it looks intimidating, but you use strongman in your everyday life. <laughs> and yeah. If you ever carry the case of water, you done strongman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, basically groceries. Fucking mold your lawn or move some, bag of sand and soil that's that's strong man it just i think it's a lot i think it's a people get uh are afraid about it because of the name first of all the name strong man is not a very remarkable name <laughs> right right yeah <laughs> huge demographic but um but 10 years ago you say it take you 10 years but like do you think there was like a path uh that's like a written path on where to go or you just have to keep guessing and what's your next contest kind of thing <clears throat> Well, I mean, it was, uh, I did every contest that I could. I mean, it was, I mean, time, you know, working, you're not making any money doing it. And so, exactly. yeah, try, so, 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 I mean, like 2014 uh, nationals, I was in, I was in first place after day one and day two, I tore my calf on the very first event. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that should happen. So I was ready probably then my body said no, like, right. Um, you know, I mean, I was placing like second and all the plat pluses when they still gave pro cards back back then. I was just like I was like the what did Dion call Je- uh, uh, Deffenbaugh that year that he won was like he was like the ugly princess every year until <laughs> that year. Right. That was me for like a long time. It was like I was kind of the ugly princess, like not getting quite. I was just there, right? Or I don't know if that's what she said. It was something like that, right? But like yeah. <laughs> some ridiculous like uh, moniker. But um, but yeah, I mean, sometimes like you, I mean, the competition. Like I competed in under 105Ks, and the competitiveness in that class is just insane, right? And, oh, and yeah, I mean, unless you're like, unless you're, unless you're like, you're like a Camby or something that's just dominant, or well, really, I mean, probably, uh, um, uh. Oh crap! I can't spit his name. I hate whenever I'm on the spot, like <laughs> say somebody's name that I like I know like very well. I can't even. I Hopefully, can't it's not Andrew Clayton. No, it's not it's Andrew. Like... Well, I mean, Andrew Clayton is one of those people. But yeah, you got to sometimes Andrew like is... Andrew Clayton is a heavyweight. <laughs> He's a heavyweight. He's a heavyweight <laughs> in a in under one of five K's body. Five <laughs> bro. That's what he's doing, dude. It's like he's he's a heavyweight. Yeah, um, yeah, he's a he's a pretty amazing under one hundred and five. That's for damn sure. So you're like, but I saw like you're you're training for the the Denny Stones. Yeah, are you uh, are you planning on going to Donald Denny Day in Scotland? August six is the plan. Uh, there's like no 
like you know how contests just like a promotion. It's like I guess like a natural day for them. So I'm just yeah. I, I'm like trying the logistics on where to go and stuff. But uh, I, I would love to be. I'm apparently I'm not the first Asian because some guy who was like super heavy who was Asian lifted him up. So I would be. I want my goal is to actually just outstep Mark Robert Ob on the on the walk. I would like to walk it. I would like to walk more steps with the then then Oberst. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like that goal. I just need to take three. I just need to take three steps. So what's the? I mean, I'm I'm not like super familiar. I mean, I know what the Denny Stones are, but. What what is the challenge? Is it to walk it across a bridge or whatever? Isn't that what it so is, or is it just a distance? So the Denny Stones was a, a um it's a manhood stone in Scotland. Um, it was they used it as a counterweight to build the Denny Bridge or a bridge. I don't I call it Denny Bridge, but it was a bridge. Yeah, yeah. They would use leverage counterweight to bring hoist things up. Um, Donald Denny, at the time, uh, supposedly was challenged like many comps, uh, the origins of every contest was a challenge, was a challenge to see if he could lift the stones up with the hand by the handles or uh, across the bridge. And he did it. Um, and then uh, he was the only one not, not, not recorded to do it. But then after the war, I forgot the guy's name, the Scottish guy's name, found the stones in the river not that far from the from the, the bridge. And now I think I forget I, I forget so many names, but like some guy, there's like this famous guy who's like 85 kilograms is like no nah, I not to Google him. I have to I, I can't I have to put respect to his name. I can't not yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna fuck him up dude like these guys are manhood stones are had so much history to it. For sure. I don't man. wanna I don't wanna disrespect the culture. And there's so many different manhood stones. It's hard to like keep track of all of them. And I know the Denny stones are one of the most popular, famous, maybe is a better word. It, it, it is definitely famous in Scotland for sure. Yeah. Um, and then so whoever carries a stone gets their name and uh, name put on the book. And right now there's only 200 people on the book. 200. Uh, yeah. So I want to put my name on the book. Hell you know? yeah. Hell yeah. So, and then there's multiple there's multiple records you can do. You can either lift it up for time, which is held by okay. uh then you have you can then you do the Denny Walk Bridge, but um the, the walk where you saw World Songs Man history. Uh currently yeah. Lawrence LA has a record with the real ones, and the replica is fucking Kevin Ferris, who did it for 30 feet or something like that, which is ridiculous that's because that shit dude that shit's Hard. I did the replica. I lifted it up just a little bit, millimeter, um, at the Rogue Invitational. No training at all. Um, and uh, I just did it for the meme lift because I did it in Crocs. So, so I'm gonna... John is a big fan of the meme lifts. Yeah. Like he lives for the meme. Yeah. So I was like, okay, if I'm gonna lift it up, I'm gonna lift it up for Crocs. And I got, I got a little. I, they call it like there's some wind underneath the stones and you lifted it up. Uh, I got a little bit, but not like it was one second. So I just needed to be, my arms are long. My arms are so fucking long. So it's like, I stand up is there. So I had to, I got some platform boot shoes. I'm going to start training. My plan, 
my plan to train because it's so awkward. I think one stone is like 400 pounds, another stone is 300 pounds. Right. Um, <clears throat> my plan is to offset the Slater farmers so that we have a record. So one, one farmer is going to be 400 pounds, another one's going to be 300 pounds. So I'm just going to get used to right. that different weight distribution. So, yeah. Yeah. You That's almost need plan. to get like a couple of weight, uh, like loading pins and range. I got, I got loading pins. I got loading pins. Um, so that you've got like, you know what I mean? Because like farmers are nice and um, perpendicular to your body. Where you get loading yeah. pins and plates, right? They're going to be like banging against you, just like the Denny Stones will. Yeah. So I was going to do that too. But the reason why I want to do it with the Slater Farmers is because it's bulkier and it hits your fucking legs more versus the um the Denny Stones itself. So I just okay. want to get used to like when I step, I want to get used to like the weirdness of that giant wood um, farmers to hit my arm. And sure. then, uh, yeah, again, there's you can't really train for this. Oh, uh, anyone, anyone under 105 kilos is it's hard to train for this, <laughs> it's really hard because, it's, yeah, I and have to think, like, do you think like hook gripping rings like helps? Yeah, so or... I, I've been hook gripping everything, I've been practicing hooking, just getting used to attention. And right now, my numb, my thumbs are numb, you know, <laughs> yeah, I did, I did. Uh, the other day, I did five sets of 4.30 at a uh, hook grip. And the last set, I couldn't fucking hook. I couldn't feel it anymore, so I had to go over-under. <laughs> That's what sucks about hook grip, man. <laughs> so I don't do it. Uh, the thing is, like, people are like, oh, the hook grip is fine. But like, I was holding it at top for the hook grip. I was holding it at top, just get used to the fucking pain. And it's just, yeah. then I do, like, single arm, uh, single arm holds with the hook grip. I only do, like, 10 seconds of it. It was just really hard. Like that shit is hard. Doing this, right, for ten seconds on half inch rings is fucking hard. <laughs> yeah. Are they even? A, are they really half an inch? I guess they would be smaller than that. But maybe they have to smaller be for that kind of know. weight. I don't know. Yeah. Now here, uh, that's the hard part because that's skinniness. It's, like, it's not like Dude, a good handle. Like it's literally cutting it's painful, into you. It man. Like it is. It's pain, and um, yeah. I was I was going I was almost going to try to do like be the last man and I don't want to drop five kilos I like food so I don't <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to do it but the lightest man in Crocs yeah right be, I show up at a Crocs and kilt hat bag <laughs> <laughs> like tattoos everywhere you know, it's, yeah that'd be really funny but yeah no i think i think i'm gonna do it and then uh two days before that's like a world the biggest highland games in scotland which is cool i would i never yeah. i've seen highland we all seen highland games but have you seen it at the motherland no that's, going, that that's is, crazy no. i just started training highland games so after it's like 14, fun. after 14 and a half years of strongman i'm like trying to learn something new and it is fun it's a lot of fun but it's like 14 Annoying. and a half years of strongman did nothing to help me do <laughs> like no, no, Highland Games. <laughs> Highland Games is not strength. It is it is precision, dude. Precision, I thought I could just, just I could fucking throw that you know that sheep shit. The sheep, you know, yeah. The sheep, sheep, <laughs> sheep. Not sheep. Yeah. Like sheep. I, could, <laughs> I play baseball. Nope, almost. I like let go of the fork, and the fork went in the air, and I'm like, oh, like, I'm like, oh god, I'm gonna kill somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, and that, that's the thing. Like, it's it's 
it's fun to try these sports out because this shit's fucking fun, dude. It's it's different. It's not it's not popular, but it's fun. I, yeah, dude, I it is. It. It's fun to learn something new. Uh, I agree. Um, I like we talk about that pretty frequently on here too. Is like, I I'm like I think everybody. Even in strongman, there's so much you can learn outside of the sport that's going to help you with strongman too, like weightlifting, um, mm-hmm. CrossFit. Because I mean, especially weight class strongman is becoming more and more uh, condition based. I mean, there's more like long medallies, um, and and yeah, like Highland Games. I mean, like we started throwing bags for height. Uh, mm-hmm. We're over a bar, so the most what, obvious person what, to go what? to to learn to do that is Highland Games thrower, right? Yeah, what what Highland Games should should could be the next strongman event what do you guys think i like that hammer throw thing they do Dude, hammer throw is fun that's like Dude, the spins though how do, like that's the main thing it's like i don't do weightlifting because it takes coordination but then i saw the highland games and you have to like time your spins and everything uh, yeah. perfectly like you can't yeah. mu- you can't just muscle through it you can't just be like go there Dude, you know, the, like, so probably don't you know it's hard to know like so i'm working with a guy who's who's really good i mean he's a hell of a lot better than me he's a national caber throw throwing champion um even caber toss i was like what am i looking at but like there's so much elements to that shit dude he's like so i felt like i was getting the pudding down pretty well he's like he's like you're gonna find that this is the hardest event to learn and like and you start like breaking it down and and i'm like i thought that weight for distance was going to be the hardest but that's actually starting to click to me now. And now I'm like, pudding, I thought at first was easier. And I'm like, man, I'm really struggling with this. Like, because the oh, yeah. you're like, this you whole transition on your hip, man, is like, it's so weird. How, yeah. Like, and it, yeah, again, this is one of those things. Like, and the thing is with the Highland Games, it's not like you have to find a Facebook group to do it. It's not, it's not like a, Go to twenty-four hour fitness and <laughs> you you can't you can't do anything in twenty-four hour. You can't do anything really in any gym. You have to go out into a a field where no. like you can't go to a park because if you start throwing the stuff out <laughs> into a park, you're just gonna tear like put giant divots everywhere, and somebody's gonna yeah. like twist an ankle, right? So you have to go find like a, a, a hammer. <laughs> yeah, that dude, the hammer just tears the ground up, man. And so yeah. you have to go find a. a an unoccupied abandoned field somewhere and just like throw. Did you, did you guys go to Arnold this year? No. No. Oh, no. I'd like to. not. Yeah. It looks so much been, fun. Have you been, I've John? never gone. I've, yeah. you know, I've qualified to compete there several times and I just like the timing never has worked out for me. Same with OSG, man. I've qualified for OSG almost every year it's existed. And this last year was the one year I was like, I was ready to go and everything was going to work. I got COVID the day I was going to fly out. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's expensive to fucking fly to these things too, man. Dude. It's yeah. cheaper to fly to Europe. Huh? It's cheaper to fly to Europe in a lot of cases. Yeah, because what? You, like, you have to pay for hotels, getting a flight, right? Yeah. So you're spending $2,000 to... Hopefully not get injured. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. That's why I see it. That's I mean, why, la- but... the last clash at, at Hilton Head Island, um, I think that's the last place I saw you, in fact, was uh, Clash 22. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, 
um, to fly out Sunday was like twelve hundred dollars. Just in the United States, and I'm like, and I'm like, I was just in Finland a few months earlier, and I only spent for the entire for the entire trip, I spent eighteen hundred bucks. Yeah, and that was like a rental car, an Airbnb, food, flight, everything. I'm like, that's ridiculously cheap. Yeah, it was it was really cheap that time. The first time I went was much more expensive, but yeah, that trip was pretty cheap. I've been surprised Um, by the cheapness of international flights. Like we were looking at possibly going to Iceland. And I was like, wait, it's $300 round trip out of Austin. That's and I was crazy. like, trying to fly to Virginia is the same price. I was like, <laughs> I was you like, have like 24, hour lay- 24 hour layover in like Seattle or something. That's yeah. Like, you have to read that. You have to read <laughs> they, that always, they always like to go in the wrong direction first. And then like- <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like you have like maybe Minnesota. Because if you think about it, it's like it, they go above the earth, not – yeah, you're right. They do. They go <laughs> over. Yep. Yeah. Speaking of Minnesota, all my all my uptown Minneapolis people. Yeah. Uptown, Are you from Minneapolis? Uptown bar and cafe. No, I lived there for a couple of years when I was younger. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's where I'm from. That's where or I'm Montana. From. Yeah. Montana. Yeah. I'm definitely not a corn husker. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Montana. Yeah. I get confused yeah, by the middle of the country. Texas. I live nope. in Denver. Yeah, Denver, I just live here in Texas. We, well, I don't Darren and I have Denver, never met in the area. Yeah, what? We've never actually met <laughs> yeah. in real life. We're just we're just internet friends who talk we're every week. Just, we're internet this friends like that like have to hang out. I accidentally butt dialed John one day, and um, and it all just led to this to this moment. Right oh here. wow! Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So I live in Austin, so that or like just slightly north of Austin. So I love the Rogue Invitational. Is great to like stop by and visit that's where i got to briefly meet you and i was like it's cool that darren and i both got to briefly meet you at some point oh wow so i was like but yeah i'd like to go to the arnold but it is like travel and flights and everything whereas like the invitational i can just like go there five minutes away and just like columbus is not a cheap destination in the u.s either it's surprisingly very expensive because it's a third it's a small party airport yep it's a small hopper plane so yeah, it's not like a major city. Even Austin too. Like you think Austin's be a major city? It's not. It's really expensive to fly to Austin sometimes. Yeah, it's, on- it's weird out here and everything. But flying overseas, though, we'd like to go. We were talking. We'd like to go to Iceland and do the stones out I've been, there sometime. I've been to Iceland four fucking times, and I've yet to see the Husafell stone. No shit. I was gonna ask. I was like, because well, Darren really needs to do it. Like, dude, I have to. Like, soon. before I'm too old. I need to do those. Yeah, I, 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 that's another thing. So, like, I'm going to be—I want to be the lightest person to lift that stone. I'm—I'm going, I'm going to use the bass—the bass technique on how there to you go. lift it. Roll it over your knees. Is that yeah, what you mean, or... to, yeah. So instead of the flat side facing your knees, I'm going to have the long side on my dick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to <laughs> roll it up to my stomach. There you go. There so you go, man. Basque stones, like, I don't understand how Basque stones have never made it into Strongman. It's uh, very, I, it's very technical. Um, it is. I, and, like, I understand, like, they make the, the, the rectangle ones kind of to, for the athlete, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, so each athlete, I, I'm, I'm editing a video right now. Um, 
So each stone is made for the athlete, which is, there's no, it's not like a barbell. It's not like a, it's like, okay, so you talk to the stone makers, like, hey, my leverage is, is, sucks. So can you make it top heavy instead of bottom heavy? So when I get up here and roll it up, it'd be easier. Or if my pick is up, make it bottom heavy instead of top heavy. So there's, it makes it to height. Oh, they change the height. Um, Right. And there's different rules of the stones. It's very complicated. It's a very complicated stone, but a beautiful stone. Uh, yeah, and um, the weights are crazy. When you said 301 kilograms, I was like, wait, that's 660 pounds to shoulder. Yeah. Well, the world like, record oh. is 329. Yeah. Right? Which is even ridiculous. Yeah. It's just, like, just, just yeah. put that weight on your shoulders standing up is ridiculous. Yeah. Okay, can you guys imagine that? 600 pounds and one shoulder. No. That's that's still that, ridiculous. I you know I I had co- I've have right. had close to four hundred and I just felt like I was just gonna die because it's so like much weight. Gonna you know, snap up, right? <laughs> but what's the heaviest you did? Did you get to work your way up on the stones or nope. anything? I did not because I was filming the whole time. It's hard. It's really, um, I wanted to, but I had I had to film. There's no. It's a it's a really hard thing to do to train and film Martins <laughs> because I want to train. <laughs> I had to also film, and yeah, and yeah, that is the hard thing. I didn't think about that because in my mind, I'm like, <laughs> it would be great. You get to go lift all these things, and like, but there's it's a lot to do. I can only imagine of like the level of production you have to do because if anyone hasn't yeah. seen it, the Strength Unknown series, it's like it's better than that History Channel show. Oh like, no, right. Man one. it is. I'll say it. <laughs> I know that's yeah. controversial, but it's better than the Strongest Men in History. Well, I just get annoyed because I, sw- I swear there's people in that show that shouldn't belong. <laughs> <laughs> there's only I love Nick, love Nick. I will keep him. Oh, Mary fuck kill. Let's play that game right now. Mary <laughs> fuck kill. John's wanted to play that for a long time. I know. We've, man. we've talked about it on the show. All right, all right, let's do it. All right, you got you got Mary fuck kill, Robert Ob, Nick Bass. Eddie Hall. God, that's a tough one. Like spending the rest of your life with one of those. <laughs> I'm like, I, say, I guess Nick Best. Nick Best. Nick I, Best. I, I would marry Nick Best in our beat. He's I would marry Nick yeah. Best in a heartbeat. I love Nick Best. Dude, dude. he's such a he's and such an amazing dude. Um, who do you have to kill though? Man, that's the hard it's, one. I, it's, I, instead I, of fucking training, you'll you'll train him. You know, like a one night train. You know, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say it. Oberst is less annoying than Eddie Hall. So I gotta go fuck kill on That's like that's okay, so that's we do disagree on that. I was like Eddie, there's something about him. Like he has this like weird impish charm about him. That's like I don't know. It's hard because sometimes he can be kind of weird and stuff, but it's like I'd say, yeah, so I guess. The person I'd have to kill would be, I feel bad saying it, but I guess Oberst. Who would you pick? I would kill Obi. Oh, right away, Obi. Right away. Yeah, right away. <laughs> no, no, no hesitation. No hesitation. Walk into think, the room. Yeah. I, like, well, no, he's, I just know Obi. Uh, it's, it, it, he's a great guy, great personality. I just he think he just light the fire for no reason and then watch people argue about this fucking fire he's he's a drama starter not a not a not a 
uh, problem solver, right? There you go. That's like the opposite of Hooper. Hooper seems yeah. like no trauma and just all solutions. <laughs> yeah. Sweet to the point. Yeah. Sweet to the point. That, okay, that's that's a that's a fair thing. That is like it is controversial I, that Darren said that he would pick Hooper Stouffer at y'all. I'm struggling with that. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I've spent a little, a very little amount of time in Oberst, uh around Oberst, and he didn't like bother me too much then. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just think because like I just get tired of hearing. Up. I just get tired of hearing from Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean <laughs> I I go I love Eddie. I love Eddie. Um yeah, he is a drama starter as well, but he actually backs it up kind of to the yeah. point of except for he, boxing. He's, <laughs> he's done, <laughs> yeah, I mean he's done well as a result though. I mean you gotta yeah, give yeah. that to him. I mean he's uh he's made a, a lot of money being being that games character. You need the racket. Everyone was too kind and too happy, and he was that racket for. Yeah. They changed. Uh, he, everyone needed a public enemy, and I feel like he made that. He made it himself, and good for him. You know. Yeah. But I. I but like, I just don't like Ob. Some I, I don't like Ob. I just dislike Ob because some he he talks it. He talks so much, never backs it up. Yeah, and he, I can see that. A, I mean, you're he calls himself a Texan, but he's from Oregon. So it's like it's the weirdest <laughs> thing. It's the weirdest thing, you know. Like, but I don't know. It's hard though. Most of us in Texas, we like to pretend that we're Texans, but we're all from somewhere else. That's why my family's like, in Virginia. I was I like, I want a cowboy hat so bad, but <laughs> oh yeah, like yeah, Alan's boots is great here. Yeah, get the full like decked out thing. I, I don't want to be a poser. I don't want to be a poser. I don't want to be that one guy that goes to Texas to buy a cowboy. Yeah, hat. don't don't be the dime store cowboy, man. Don't be the dime store cowboy. No, I'm not. No. <laughs> I, I used to work in a I used to work in a farmhouse back after the navy. So I was kind of I was kind of a cowboy. I would feed the cows. Yeah. You know, in the morning. Yeah. Nowadays, I kind of so I grew up in like very ranchy rodeo country. Real cowboy, like I have there, there's real no real cow, there's no real cowboys anymore. But like to me, like the closest thing are rodeoers, right? Rodeoers are probably the closest thing to cowboy in my experience because like the farmers and the ranchers are just they're just making a living, right? They're they're living their life, working every day. They're usually pretty chill people. Rodeoers, on the other hand, man, they just have something to prove, like nonstop, and like that to me is like. When I think of cowboy growing up with those kind of guys, like they're just some of them are just douchebags. <laughs> like I mean, they really are, right? Um, and I mean, there's some good ones. Don't get me wrong; they're not all like bad. But like, <laughs> I, I, growing up in in cowboy country was not my favorite experience. <laughs> I dude, you know what's really weird? I I came here in the Philipp- I came from the Philippines at what five, so I was kind of Americanized real quick and like. I grew up watching all the all the Western movies, and it's like, oh, dude, that's cool. I want to be that. And uh, yeah. I was like, cool. I want to be a cowboy. So, I mean, dude, now. rodeos are fun though. Like, if you get a chance they to are. go to like rodeo, man, rodeo is so fun to go to and watch. Mm-hmm. Freaking love going to the rodeo. Yeah, I saw bullfighting in real life in Spain. Yeah. That's a no, that's no, a, hell yeah. That's 
There's no clowns there, bro. There's just, there's just, <laughs> there. just there's no there's no rodeo clown. It was just like don't die, <laughs> just don't die. That's that, wild. That was yeah, <laughs> like, you've had so many crazy experiences. I was gonna say, I was like, because you said you've uh, you met Martins twenty thirteen. You said so, like ten years ago. And it's crazy how much stuff you've done since then. Of like your world traveling stuff's crazy. Yeah, that, that, that's recent. Um, I'm 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 on a mission. I want to I want to experience all the strength in the world the right way. Not not yeah. full, not fucking tv production strongest man in history shit i want to be with the locals i want to know what they live and i want to know everything and the Mar- martinez and i share the same passion hence strength and gnome right yeah. uh uh the other uh, yeah within 10 years martinez and i opened up two gyms we opened up a training hall with together with ode um and then i saw the lack of media behind it and to since we were like Behind Brian, we were the second strongman to do YouTube. Um, yeah. And then he set the standard. And then now everyone does it. So it's like, so what's next for us? Like, what's what's better than vlogging your workouts? What can we do? So, And also, I'm trying to set Martins up for, like, a career in all this stuff as well. So, like, yeah. instead of being strongman, like, we could make this a career being world travelers finding strength. Hell, yeah. So is that, like... So you, you kind of grew up um, training with Ode and and then Martins and was was the um, content creation something that just kind of naturally happened for you or is it something you went to like school for and how did that like, come about? So I've always I've always taken photos since I was twelve, right? I've I've took it pretty much from two thousand and I have a photo of like. The first LA Fit Expo, Old Howling Classic in Pasadena, and I was like 13 nice. years old, 14 years old, film camera kind of thing. Um, so I was th- I've always taken photos of straw man, but I've o- but I wanted to be a professional photographer. So, um, but in 2009, there was a recession, and my mom wanted me to go to become a doctor, school, become a doctor or a nurse, and I didn't want to do that, and I also didn't want to be in student debt, so I joined the military to become a combat photographer because that'd be really cool. I would love to yeah. take photos. Um, I joined the, um, and the job, uh, since it was the recession, jobs are cut. So the spot, spot was full. So I became undes. So I didn't get that job. And then after, four, I was like, okay, I'm just going to do this for four years. I'll get out and pursue, pursue whatever I want. And then got out, met Martins, worked out. Um, I became a dance photographer. I, I built my whole career, my first, my early twenties, uh, 25 years old to like 2000 to 28 years old as a dance photographer. And I worked with dancing with the stars, world dance, and I've traveled around the world taking photos of dance photography, but I also love training and, um, Ode gave me shares to the training hall in return for media. And I loved I love doing the work. I love fitness and everything. And I just saw the lack of social media for these guys and representation. Like, I mean, <clears throat> they're started building up now, but like still like look at Mateusz Kowalski three years ago versus now. And like, you need, you need a person you need. I love strong, strong men 
professional gentlemen don't ha can't have the ability to make creative videos yet and work out. It's really hard. It's a full time yeah, job. Super hard. Full time job. Look at Trey Mitchell, man. He he only posts his workouts, but like he's he's a very creative person. He's like very he's so knowledgeable, but he does. I just he has lack the lack of ability of the media side. So yeah. I just I just little focus. I I quit training hall. I quit uh quit dance photography and just focus on YouTube. It makes a big difference because definitely like I think I mean Darren's brought it up of like you do need to have like a good media presence and like that'll get you invites sometimes like to events and like keep you involved if like you're a fun person to be around and you bring something to the event and stuff. And mm -hmm. we've like told other people that of like when we had Tom Evans on. We were like, oh, I love you're, you, you're a coach and like you're surrounded by students because you work at a university. Like there are film students out there who would do all to make like his road to the Arnolds, <laughs> which now his road to world's strongest man. The fact he was elevated. Like I am, so glad so nice. I am so glad he made the top, he made the top 30. Yeah. yeah. That was a big one because he, he definitely like, he made his mark at the Arnold's. Like, yeah, he finished crazy. fifth, right? Yeah, fifth. Yeah, yeah was, that's was it fifth or fourth? It was, I think I fifth, was... but it was still in the top half. Yeah, I think for the top fourth. four, he was he was pretty close though. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that was. It's funny he said the one event he was excited about was that stone throw overhead because he was like no one else like knows how to do it well because he trains throwers. Yeah, it's like that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wait, out the event was I was surprised Tom dropped that con that Tom Solman dropped that event. That was his event too. He's fucking oh, yeah. ten feet tall. All he had to do was just add a little. Oh, that was funny. intense. What are your predictions for the world's strongest man this year after being around everyone? Like, who do you think will be the top 10 or top five? One of those. Top 10. Um, Hooper is going to be there. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, there's a lot. Uh, you, got, you, got, you got your original top 10. I, I feel like pretty much everyone from last year will be top 10, except for Brian. I don't know if he's okay. I, don't, I haven't seen his recent YouTube video. If he, uh, Oh, I need to check that one. Like, yeah. apparently he almost lost his leg. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that yeah, watch that video. I, I was like, oh, shit. Um, but everyone from the top 10, is now the minus Martins is not going to be there. So I feel like uh, Janashe could be top 10 here. Um, he's, he's actually no. Then he got Pablo in there too from Europe's. Yeah. So let's, let's say everyone Martinez. He's gonna out. stir the pot a little bit, I think. He's gonna stir the pot. But um, but hey, 2022 or 2021, Novikov didn't make it. You know, so like right. top ten. So it all depends on the placement of the group, honestly, because yeah. if you have Tom Evans in there. It's 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 gonna be fucking hard. That's a death group right there. For yeah. sure. That's a tough so, one. Like once they have those heats and everything, it's going to be oh, interesting yeah. to see how that. I, I would like to know how they pick that. the heats at World's Strongest Man. Like how? I what? don't know. I, I I asked that same question to Collins and he says IMG. <laughs> IMG. Man, that's yeah. unfortunate because like, cause, cause Tyler Purdue has come up with a pretty good 
um, process for clash heats so that it balances things out well. So you don't have those really unevenly balanced heats. Because um, we because uh, we've seen that in the past in World Strongest Man too. I mean, I think we saw it in twenty the first clash where we had some really unbalanced heats where guys were bombing like two events and still making it to finals, right? Um, which you shouldn't have. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I don't really like the heat heat uh system anyway because it it doesn't really i like top 40 yeah i like top 40 and each 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 round if you can't make it to the next round hunger game style sure make it something something has to be like that because i mean i think i think for the most part most of the cream still rises to the top in the heat system but if you have if if everybody's scored together the real cream of the crop rises right um Cause then those guys that are like bombing multiple events aren't they're They're down. They're placing way too low to make a top 10. So, yeah. So, and I, I, the perfect situation for me, like for, I'm trying, I'm thinking live TV, right. I'm thinking live TV, like a, a uh, F1 cup, but in four days, if we had to do a four day event right now, because it's like Thursday, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, day off, Saturday, Sunday. Right. So we have that. Yep. It's a, it's a, World Strongest Man Festival, right? And it's a live TV. This is a perfect scenario, right? You have 40 men out there or 50 men. Let's say because there's five, 25 men, okay? Let's say, let's say 25 men because there's – or 30 men because there's top 30, sorry. 30 men out there. <laughs> All right. And then the first day, there's two events. If you can't you – know, if you can't be top 20 for the Wednesday, right – so you have to make it top twenty for Wednesday, right? Then uh, you can't uh, on on sorry on the second day two you have to be top twenty. So on Thursday you be twenty people, and then day off Saturday will be the battle of top ten, which is the final on Sundays. Yeah, I feel like that's easier for live TV. My, and people argue, what if like the first two events are the worst events for the person? Well. That sucks. <laughs> like, like train, train harder. Train harder, you know? Train harder. Train harder. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, I don't think it's very – Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. So then I argued, like, okay, so, like, okay, what if we get the events five months out? Nice time. Yeah. And then you train. Train really lots hard for it. Yeah. Lots of time to train. No weaknesses, you know? Yeah. It's possible. It's really possible because, and I'm being biased here, but my t- Martins in 2020 had a nerve damage in his right arm, and he had to do the circus dumbbell, and he couldn't do it, so he trained left-handed, and he got 285 left-handed, which is crazy, That's man. It's ridiculous. Really Your weakest hand, left-handed. So yeah. it's possible if you it discipline is. yourself. It's possible, and it, yeah, it, yeah. So like. And then this just proves my point. Like, you didn't want it that bad. <laughs> yeah, man. And it's more comprehensive, too. And, you know, we've talked, like, a lot, too, about, like, you know, um, we've talked about what what uh, organization is doing it best these days. And um, I still think World's Strongest Man, you know, is doing a very doing something very right. But the thing that always comes up is the lack of the live stream. Black World Strongest Man is like it's like the thing that's hold like to me is holding him back more than anything. I I'm, agree, and we'll throw in a little bit of disagreement. 
I just think there's no clear path for Will Thomas Man right now. Right. I feel like what? the uh, the one thing that's holding Will Thomas Man is like, how do I do this without make networking, without being oh you're just a oh we need a demographic you're strong in your country you go in kind of thing, right? I feel like the best formula is um, the CrossFit formula. They have different levels. So you, if you want to make strongman bigger, you have to target the white belts, the always white belts. So you do like a level one opening, right? Obviously, you're going to be fucking great at it, right? Yeah. But yep. it, gives, it gives everyone a chance to compete and it has a record. In, uh, in, and they're like, oh, cool. I, I'm going to be again, going against fucking Martins. I'll do my best. But you know what? See how I do it. But it gives you it gives you a record. So you do level one, then three weeks later, level two, three weeks later, level three. And then you then you narrow yourself up to uh World Strongest Man, right? Yeah. But I like that but like, idea, actually. That's it's the simplest idea. CrossFit did so well. Yeah. Because one so well target here's a weird fucking fact. There was a there was a biggest flex in my life. CrossFit posted this photo, posted this uh, in their CrossFit feed. It was level one, 9,000 women did a muscle up. I don't give a shit about the muscle up. I don't give a shit about the women. It was the 9,000, right? Right. You think there's 9,000 people attempting to do a strongman get contest? No. No, that's just Not the all women. The, yeah. But, like, that's imagine. The, and this is global. They, they post the standards and they post – they do their fucking certificate in their in their box, and they put it online, and they, they have like yeah. forty thousand people doing level one. Yeah, yeah, and Dude, people show up. I was at a box for a while, and it's and people packed. Show up. Oh yeah, yeah. People are so excited because you know, where I trained, they yeah. do they they have like a special they have special three week Friday night lights is what they call it, man. Yeah, um, and it's crazy. Yeah. It's 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 hype, and you know what? It is tangible. Like, okay, if I actually train really hard, I could pass level two. And then if I train yeah. really hard in this year, I could be the top 100 CrossFitter or, in this case, yeah. strongman. Think about that. That's the easiest way to the top 30 on World Strongest Man final day. Yeah. Kind of thing. Dude, I, we argue on this show all the time that, like, CrossFit is doing – like, I like CrossFit from, like oh, – I mean, like you're saying there. And, and you get to the upper echelons and they do – it's like all the athletes are basically competing against each other on the same event. Right. Um, dude, CrossFit has done, I would say CrossFit took strongman and made it really like popular and profitable. Right. The <laughs> yeah. difference, the difference is though, is that it's the fittest man and woman. Man and so, world. and so it like the propensity is for people to be smaller and fitter, right. Rather than strongman is like, is like, yeah. Is there's no weight class? That's the, that's another thing, dude. That's number two. Of, there's no weight class. So like, let's there's say no Martiz weight class. Martiz, Martiz <laughs> wanted to do it. He can in theory, and win two hundred fifty thousand dollars. You know, <laughs> like yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, but, Those prize yeah. pots are insane too. Yeah, of like everyone does it's it. It's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, the top paid, the top earner the, in CrossFit is like making eight hundred thousand dollars a year on just winnings alone. Yeah, like Justin. Uh, Justin bought a house. He's twenty three years old. <laughs> uh, but no, and here's the here's the cool part about CrossFit, and the the CrossFit people hate this. I actually like it. Even if you won the CrossFit games, I want you have to do the whole qualification again. There's right. no, 
you're automatically invited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's really cool from across it, like from a like a cool. Can you do it again this year? Kind of thing. Right. United States Strongman is kind of like that too. If you win nationals, you don't get an automatic invite back to nationals, right? You have to go. So so USS kind of it's not a perfect system, but I understand what what Willie's trying to do is you win nationals and you get the international invite, right? He pushes you on to bigger show. And then next year, if you want to go back to that bigger show, he ideally wants you to start back at square one, go through, win nationals, get the invite, go on to the bigger show again. But, you know, there's a disconnect because the other organizations, you just call them up and say, hey, can I come back next year? And most of the time they're like, can you pay your way here? And they're like, we need some warm bodies. And you're like, yeah, they're like, come on, (laughs) you're invited. (laughs) I Oh, I, I just... Had a counter argument for myself there, because like, strongman is not CrossFit. It's not a repetition thing. It's a heavyweight thing. Mm-hmm. So like, right. So, I that would suck. That would actually suck. Being like, you put in five times your weight and then like do it all over again. No, yeah, that's actually tough. I don't know, but I feel like that's a good skeleton structure or roadmap how to get the easiest path to roll songs man. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause I think there are things like um, static monsters is a great thing that they do of like kind of trying to do like a global competition oh, like that. And I think there do, do need to be more things like that of like, if you could have like enough strongman gyms of like, you have one day where it's just like max stone or whatever. And like you get up enough, like then you go to the next one or something. I'm like, ha- yeah. but a part stones of it. Are, yeah. Stones are difficult. It's, it's, it's a tough stone. one. But Same like, bags are- because yeah. if it's if it's a loose sandbag, it's, you have a mm. disadvantage. You know, there it's, it's a loose sandbag. A two hundred pound yeah. sandbag feels like a four hundred pound, but a three hundred pound tight sandbag feels nice because it's like it's less. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, we were just talking about this on our last episode too. When I was doing <laughs> when I was doing the um, like me is specifically doing the OSG online qualifier. I've got a three hundred and thirty pound sandbag that's just like really sloppy. And it's so hard to for me to shoulder. And then I jam-packed my my 300-pound bag with, like, lead shot. So it was just super tight to 385 or whatever. And you did it for reps. Did, well, I don't know if I could have done it for reps, but <laughs> it was easier to shoulder than the 330. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's hard. And that's my only argument for these online qualifiers is, like, how do you do this global entry th- or global – online course so i guess like crossfit without has, standardization i mean it's it's hard yeah it's hard so like the, the the i think the business model for crossfit and please people correct me if i'm wrong is like you have to be certified you have to be certified first so there's your income already but then yep. the coach certified the bags and it's a it's officially certified kind of thing so that's my only way i could think of yeah but like there's a there's some standardization i mean strong strongman uses this like I mean, like you said, with that online qualifier, I think the guy that won the under one fives on that particular event, like he took a two hundred, a small two hundred and fifty pound bag, and like just filled it full of lead shot, so it was like four hundred pounds, right? <laughs> yeah. And obviously, I mean, it's easier to pick up because like you're not, you know, you're not wide, you're yeah, not yeah. so wide. It's not so hard and and whatnot. I mean, it was smart because there was no rules. It's like, wow, well, we should have probably all have done that. But you, everyone um, should be doing it. Everyone takes the fucking yeah. sand like the little box like some Rogan making two hundred pounds. For the most part, for CrossFit, though, they're like barbells 
and rings and pull-up bars, yep. right, and boxes. Yeah, I and mean, you can't really cheat that too much. Boxer, yeah, yeah, you can't cheat yeah. that. But maybe, yeah, that's that's like the only argument is we don't have a standardization, which is also the beauty of it because, like, that's strong, man. Yeah, yeah, it is. But I think we argue for standards here, not standardized equipment per se. I mean, to some extent, I think, like, because, because like, um, I feel like we were talking about a different implement here earlier. I can't think now, but like a different, like log to log is different. Like there's a big difference between an, an eight inch diameter log and a 13 inch diameter log. Right? Huge. It's huge. It's a huge, huge difference, difference, right? A, a um, wider log and a narrow log. It's, it's just like, it's all so much different. And, um, you know, and, and so it's hard to like, when you really understand it as, as a strongman computer or somebody that's been around strongman for a long time, like, you know, like, it, it's hard to say like this world record compares to that world record, like cleaning an axle with free spinning wheels versus, uh, you know, a, uh, a, a, a non-rotating yeah. night and day difference in the difficulty. And, uh, and I think strongman lacks some of that because like, if you're going to say world record, like, what does that really mean? Mm -hmm. Is it, mm -hmm. is it cheated to the max where like, like, I, I, I mean, there's been some recent world records that are like really sloppy at Giants Live, right? <laughs> I guess that's why I, I guess the, the, that's like the weakness of Strongman, too. Like, oh, I have a world record, but then you ask, like, then I would ask, what organization? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, what like, organization? Who's who is the yeah. judge? And like, well, I mean, yeah. even like some of the competitors, I know it's controversial, but like in 2017, like they got really strict on the on the Viking press, right? On the like the double knee bend. Like that was mm -hmm. really strict, honestly. And then you fast forward to 2021, I think it was, and and Bibby's log press or his axle press world the records. Press, like yeah. you, you you didn't let Thor get away with a little tiny baby knee bend, but like you let those those presses pass. It's like where's the standard? Like where's the in between? <laughs> you know what? what do we expect as fans? Are we going to get the strict judging today? Or are we going to get the sloppy judging? So here, I feel like, and I, I talked to Colin about this for Will Strong's man. Um, if we can't standardize the weights, we got to standardize the ref. So yeah, like NBA, something. like NBA, NFL, there's no fraternization with the, with the players or, or the league. It's like, a group of people who are trained to lock out and everything needs to be three judges. We have locked out with missed reps. Unfortunately, we got the rep, so we're going to take it. We're not going to say no rep. Well, of course, but we, but yeah. On the replay, we missed that rep. I'll admit to everyone, we shouldn't have rep, got reps on the Arnold and the row. But it sucks because, like, we took it, right? I'm not, we're not going to play back. Like, hey, give me – give me no, fuck that. <laughs> but yeah. – but but at the same time, there should be if you can't standardize the equipment, you can't standardize the calls to standardize the refereeing. Then if, if there is any conflict, the head judge, Magnus, who didn't make the call, will look back at the video and the little shadow box they have right there and be like, We call a child we'll call a challenge. And the, and the, the coaches have the challenge, not the not the not the competitors, the coach. If the right. coach fails the challenge, um you uh you, you don't get the challenge, but if you challenge it, you win, right? But I also offer like if they lose a challenge, they lose one point. So like, Ooh. so there there has to be like there has to be cost and effect. Like 
cool. Yeah. Is this, is this worth the challenge? Like, should we? I mean, that's probably so so that not everybody's challenging every single call, right? Not and you're exactly. like wasting everybody's so like, time. Like, there's got to yeah. be strategy in it. Like, is this worth it? Is this, is this uh, worth it? Is this yeah, worth I mean, the point? Is it worth the point? Yeah. To. So yeah, because like feel I feel like, like there's been times where I've competed too, and it's like I could go challenge it, and then I'm like, but I'm not gonna win this event anyway. I might not even win this competition. So is it worth it for me to like go and screw that guy? No, mm-hmm. not really. So I'm just gonna let it ride. But and I think that would be the same. Like you don't want you don't want guys that aren't even really challengers going and just screwing everything up just to screw mm-hmm. it up. In a, in a contest with 150 people, it's really hard to challenge things. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I've seen cell phone footage challenges like, oh, look at me. And they're like 30 feet away from the, the line. <laughs> like, like I've seen it. But um, but no, I I think in like at least in the elite level, like World Strongest Man, Giants Live, they have the they have yeah. the they have the ability and they have the opportunity to be like, yo, we're having a standardization. The World Strongest Man Giants Life has a, a, a national ref organization. They don't know each yeah. one, and they will alternate every round. So it's fresh yes. eyes, not the same kind of thing. And I feel like that's the easy way to standardize right now. Like that's the first that's step to idea. standardize, right? That's because a good like, concept. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. easy. I like that because because it it does. I mean, it, it adds legitimacy to strongman as a sport having consistency in in at least judging right um, at least judging some they sort of standardization yeah yeah like and then then the my idea to that further like okay cool so we don't have the the world doesn't have the budget for a giant referee organization but we can have a volunteers and we'll give them a test we'll give them a training course see they pass so now with the loose sandbag or or different axles or different welds we can do these online qualifications if they have the uh, uh, a referee volunteer certificate under the World Strongest Man belt. So we could do more yeah. of these global, global yeah, contests. I mean, like, cool. When you do the Iron Mind Red Nail, you know, uh, as a good example, kind of uh, segueing off of that, you have to have an approved Iron Mind representative there in person when you do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To it's like the goodest it. record. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That and the Guinness World Record, you know? It makes it very good. legitimate. Yeah. So I feel like that's the easiest way with low budget right now. So, like, let's say you John, John, you and John want to be, like, a, a ref, right? And then you want to be a ref in Austin, Texas, or Denver, right? And you have, you have to take the test. The Strongman yeah. Texas organization, you give a test. And this is, like, a legit test, not, like, a 30-answer test. This is, like, a, a legit six page test because it's a it's gonna be legit like like who won be... who won world's strongest man the year you were born conflict issues you know i don't know i'm just thinking like <laughs> we gotta make this test really hard so people want it right yeah if they don't want it they don't you can't get they can't, you can't make it easy then everyone's gonna get it. you're gonna be lazy about it right yep. so yeah. we have to but like that's the easiest and cheapest way to standardize everything and then once the sport grows, right, the roadmap expands to like, okay, now we have 9,000 people doing the world qualifiers instead of 20 <laughs> people, right? Like, I want to hit yeah. that. I want to hit that 9,000 people. Like, I want to fucking post this organization. 9,000 people got a rep. 
in the first round. That'll be fucking yeah, legit. Dude, dude that would be. be I agree. I agree. I think I, I said many times that that strongman could learn a lot from CrossFit. And oh, and dude, for whatever dude. reason though, CrossFit like strongman like just looks down on CrossFit so much. And I and I kind of understand like the beginnings because like CrossFit did sort of steal strongman and like made it profitable in the early early stages of CrossFit. It was like it was really kind of this one size fits all like you know having grandma do freaking you know 800 pound yoke walks or whatever (laughs) stupid they were doing right (laughs) Um, but i mean it's it's really matured into a a legitimate like organization oh for sure uh when the remember when the farmer's walk was introduced in this crossfit people were freaking out i was like what the (laughs) farmer's walk guys like it's a farmer's walk um, yeah like when uh, they did the rogue, uh, when Rogue Invitational did the log, all the logs were sold out in for a while. In Rogue Invitation, uh, in the Rogue website, That's after that. But that was a so mystery event, though. Oh, after, yeah, after, the after, after. Yeah, yeah, after. yeah, 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 yeah. So now, but that's the thing, yeah. Like it's just fun. like easy. Yeah, it's so easy. It's like, yeah. but I, and, I, 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 people who make fun of CrossFit actually never did reps over six. Or, I never actually worked out an event for 60 seconds because that shit's hard, dude. CrossFit is the hardest yeah. thing Super hard. to fucking do. Like, and you, yeah. Like, for example, Brooke Wells one year ran like 10 miles, and then the same day, same after that, did 435 deadlift. <laughs> like, like, that shit's respectable. That yeah. shit's like. My coach Bo uh, Bo Dorning, he, owner of V twenty three, he's been training. Um, he wants to run fifty miles. He wants to do um, um, shit. Where's it at? It might be the Grand Canyon, but he wants to run the, the fifty miles and then deadlift seven hundred pounds. That's his goal shit. this year. <laughs> Wait, after the I, 50 miles? I don't know if he's right going to do it like immediately after, but like in the same week. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to do it immediately after, but like in the same week. Like he wants to like – that's like what he's been training for is to do like uh, – he wants to be able to run a 50, full 50 miles and then – and and at the same time like, you know, uh, training-wise, yeah, be able to Oof. deadlift 700, which would be insanity if he pulls yeah, up. Yeah, no suit. Yeah. No suit or no suit. I don't think no suit. No, I mean yeah. he'll probably pull sumo, but like I, I have no qualms with sumo whatsoever. Yeah. When you first said that, I just imagined that the barbell was the finish was like line, the and you just get there, like, and like they, you, have to, you have to lift I, it. I don't think there's cross. any way because there's so much downhill. <laughs> like his quads are just going to be just destroyed by the end yeah. of that. I think. Wow, man. Yeah, on training days for me, on training days, I try to do middle. I don't, I used to surf a lot in the morning, but now on, um, I do that on my off days now because like on training days, I just need to focus on my not with dispensing a lot of energy. Yeah. Makes sense. It's hard though because you don't think about those like little things that build up. But I think, I mean, the going back to the invitational. It was interesting to see how much stuff the CrossFit fans bought. Like you think as like a sponsor and a vendor, like you have the strongman people not buying, like not buying very much. And then the CrossFit people like we're doing fun little workouts in the parking lot. They're buying rucksacks and like, you're Mm -hmm. like, 
as a sponsor, when you have 9,000 interested people in buying your stuff, like that means something as a sponsor. Like that's worth your money to like be in front of those people. Cause at least at the invitational, like they, the CrossFit fans were so excited about everything. I'm just like, Oh, I agree, man. It helps. There's a crazy idea I, I composed of of like just merge World Strongest Man and Cross CrossFit together. Use World Strongest Man, use CrossFit's live stream media team already, and just put Shaman in there, dude. Right now, because I mean, imagine- dude, like I've said on here, and it's very controversial <laughs> that that Strawman without without weight classes right it, the propensity is to get large right strawman to me is the is the uh it's the monster truck of racing right crossfit mm-hmm. is the nascar mm-hmm. and and i mean it, it, they they and if you treat him as such i think uh well i mean the big guy the big super heavyweights and i think even the open class women's do a lot better right um the open classes are just more popular in strawman they just are because yeah, people it's, recognize it's, it as, as this is this is a freak show. Yeah. Right. And I don't like that. I mean, I like it, but at the same time, it, it drives people away a lot. Right. It may. I mean, I, I, it might, but, but I mean, I they're live, not live, going, they're not going more. to I weight live. class strong, man. Right. Those people no. aren't getting driven away and going to weight class strong. And they're going to, to CrossFit because that like, to me, I legitimately look at cross like CrossFit is weight class strong because they're all under 200 pounds. Right. Yeah. Most of them, most of them, right. Yeah. Most of them are under 200 pounds and they're doing, I mean, they're doing a lot of strongman events and the top, the top competitors are just as strong. And in some cases stronger than the weight class strongman. I mean, you know, so, the top, so, I guess our top weight class strongman probably still are statically a bit stronger, but they're comparable. So my, my question is, and should we have weight classes in strongman? That's the that's the controversy. That's the controversy. (laughs) I mean, I don't. I I think that people should not. I I don't think anybody should like go out and like put an end to it. Like, because (laughs) because people like to compete in strawman, right? But I agree. uh, I agree. But I think I think that I think they would. Me, my personal opinion is shitty as it is. (laughs) I think they would be better served in CrossFit. I, I, I same thing. It's like, yeah, go. If you're going to do strongman, go for a two hundred fifty thousand dollars check. <laughs> right, man. That's that's exactly it. Like, you're going to get more exposure, probably more respect from the broader community, and better opportunities. And community, community alone, right? Like, strongman community is amazing. Like, I love my it classes. Is. I love, I, I love my, my um. My, my little racket team I have when I coach him, but like there's nothing like going in the box on a fucking Saturday and it's just like <laughs> everyone's hyping each other up, dude. Like dude, it's nuts. Like it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Versus like a powerlifting, like I've been to a powerlifting gym. It's just like fucking blaring death metal music. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm it's lifting every five minutes. And like, like I'm waiting 30 minutes to fucking use a squat rack. Like I got, you know, I was like, it's a, it's um it's different and uh I, I don't know it's there's like that's my weirdest idea like I feel like CrossFit and World Sugs Man could, could combine because they're both CBS mm-hmm. they have the same package and they just use a live stream from CrossFit and then put you make strongman right now the sideshow but still you will still have two hundred fifty thousand dollar crash pass dude 
But the, oh, only, yeah. the only caveat is that they have to go to the online qualifying thing. Yeah. 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 And people will pay for those things. If CrossFit makes a ton of money because the boxes have to be certified, you pay to be a certified coach, all these things. So it's like you could ideally, I mean, at this point, USS and most people that you rely on people buying your annual membership and everything and going Dude, to comps. Mm-hmm. Like people would pay money to be certified as a judge or a coach. I don't know about that with Strongman because um, there was some, there was somebody, and I don't remember who it was that tried Strong Fit. They, they tried to do the CrossFit model and do exactly that same thing. I, like, I know, I've seen that before. I've seen um, that. It, it was way back in like 2010, 11. It was still when the Maroonday Forum was still alive, when that when that happened. So it would have been like that 2009, 11. 10, 11 yeah. maybe was when it got really, really popular before it kind of died off. Um and they wanted they wanted to do that. They wanted to do the tr- the certification and and kind of like the box um, membership and whatever the licensing. And it and and I mean maybe it was a marketing thing, right? Maybe they didn't invest enough time into growing it, but it it fizzled out pretty quickly. Yeah, maybe because right now, because back then, early two thousands, you had to have a full production team to do this. Yeah. Now with social media, Instagram. You do you post your qualifier like okay I'm going to do 110 pound sandbag to my chest. You post you have to post it. That's free marketing right there. That's one person. Yeah. An average person has 200 followers. That's 200 people watching your shit yeah. already. So yeah, post your level one rounds. That's like that's the that's the only caveat. And then that's people building that shit up. That's marketing right there. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to market this. See, I'm just imagining I'm imagining going to a NASCAR race. And in the middle, all of that field, monster trucks. Oh, <laughs> right. Oh, bro, even better. Because, like, I, right? Because, like, because, yeah. like, I'm saying, like, CrossFit, like, when they go on their runs and they leave the stadium, right? They're strongman in the middle, yeah. lifting yeah. heavy shit. Yeah, like in, in the way, in, <laughs> let's say, like, let's say, let's say they have the yoke, right? You, usually, they have like a yoke in the, in the CrossFit event. And then instead of pulling it away, just add more weight to it. And it has four, 20 people running down the fucking middle lane. Yeah. <laughs> imagine, yeah man. imagine 20 people running at the same time. That would be <laughs> hype, dude. Dude, that would be, <laughs> like, be like – like that's what I'm saying. Like if, if you make Strongman a race where you have like – because we have a like tendency to have like just one or two people going at a time. If you yeah. have like – it takes capital, of course, in the space. But if you have like a 10-athlete a 10 – a field, a field of athletes, a 10, and all 10 going at the same time on every event. Like oh it becomes God. comprehensive. It's a race. It's, and I it's mean, one hour. A, <laughs> and it's one hour. You're right, man. You can blast <laughs> through that really fast. And, yeah, and like, and, and the average, like, especially an average American, like, has a very short attention span. Do you want to keep it, right? And be entertaining. Like to me, that's like a no-brainer. But you got to have the capital, of course, to purchase all the equipment and the space. Well, that's why. That's why class is the perfect thing. They already have the lanes. They already have the exactly. things. Like, yeah, all you have to do is just add a little bit more weight to it, and then it's it's the perfect. You don't need capital. You just, right. You need. I, I I just feel like that's if I was the CEO of if I had. I am. If, if I was the director of World Strongest I would be knocking on CrossFit's door right now. I was like, "Hey, let's collab. Yeah, let's do this." Yeah, maybe right. you need to let's reach do. out to him with your idea and just be like, "Hey, let's sit down. I've got a great idea." Oh, dude, people hate people. Fucking hate me so much, man. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> but I mean, 
They will, right but like, but like, that's the only like everybody hates the the uh, the radicals, right? Until the radical yeah. makes the change, and they realize, oh my god, this is so great. Me. No, I I um I told I told um Lynn Lynn about this for OSG. I was like. Dude, I could, I, I could put, I have, I have the email of the, uh, or emails assistant of, um, the CEO of CrossFit. So I could just ask him, like, hey, here's my crazy idea. Let's merge the sport. And I told him, like, I'm like, I could do it, but I respect Strongman so much. I want to build in the long run, long term form, I want to build the infrastructure in Strongman itself. And that's why, yeah, I would like, I, I like OSG's formula a lot with the online qualifiers. And I think if you want to keep it simple, like I'm trying to make ASG, ASG or Asia Strongest Man or a OSG Asia a thing right now. That's why I'm, we're going China in two weeks to find oh, yeah. a strong, Strongest Man in China. And then um, I'm going to go to Taiwan. There's a guy. There's a guy. I have to like find out. So he came out. Um, several years ago he contacted mike burke and i used to i trained with mike burke potato. For several years potato. potato little potato um look up potato, he was a man. huge potato dog dude he, he actually, was huge and, yeah she has a disease he has to lose weight he couldn't maintain oh, weight for real yeah that's unfortunate i lost contact with him when he went back to china yeah it was sad it was like oh that would be cool i saw that's awesome that you know potato man I know everyone, man. Dude. Yeah, that's crazy. I trained yeah. with Potato for like three – like he was here for like two or three years, man. Yeah, Potato, man. How, wait, I, I know the Mike Burke, but when I first met him in like 2013, I was not prepared for his high-pitched voice. Bro, yeah. I was not <laughs> That was Mike really weird. Burke? Yeah. He has like a high-pitched voice. I You sound like – what Mike Burke should sound like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's funny. I don't really notice that. Maybe I just like was accustomed to talking to Mike. I mean, he was like, he wasn't like, Mike was, dude, Mike was like one of the uh, most down to earth and just chill, like chill, dude. good people, man. He never said a bad word about anybody ever. Um, just a good human being. What's crazy is that he would do a construction job than a contest. That's yeah, that's, dude, that's, that's nuts, that was crazy. But uh, no, he, he, had, to... he, had like, he had like a like not like super high, but like it was like, <laughs> like I mean, whoa, it wasn't a low voice. I mean, but yeah, I mean, he wasn't like Mike, like a that guy. Like, that guy was like six five, bro. <laughs> he was six five. You think he? I don't know. I just, I'm just judging the book by its cover. That's funny, That's <laughs> funny man. Uh, I haven't kids. seen, I haven't seen Burke Mike now in a couple of years. But uh, if I see him again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell him that. <laughs> yeah, I, told him that. I was like, I was like, I did not expect your voice to be like that, dude. That's hilarious, <laughs> man. I, I told him when he was doing the farm, the Thomas Inch Farmers Walk, which is a ridiculous feat of strength that he did. That's yeah. insane. Like, I was um fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy, but um, I was like, man, when I first met you, uh, I was like, was not prepared for your voice. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. <laughs> Him and Mark Felix. I met Mark Felix when I was thirteen. Mark Felix definitely has like an unusually high voice for his stature. Yeah. <laughs> this, this big dude is like, yeah, I was weird. 
That was really he's just weird. soft-spoken. That's what he is. He's just like really soft-spoken. soft-spoken. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, very, very nice dude. Very nice that's dude. Awesome man. I think that's that's awesome that you know Potato. Um, I don't know like his real name. I know Potato because he has well, it's like <laughs> it was literally like a um, kind of a literal translation from his his Chinese name is like Little Potato. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah, we just called him yeah. Potato. Yeah. yeah. He competed in 2016, I think. No, 15. 15 he, in, uh, in Arnold, and that's what that's why I met him in uh old Haugen Strongman Classic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean that's what he came here for. He, like he literally just he got in contact with Mike Burke and uh, came to the United States on a on a visa just to train strongman with Mike Burke. That's crazy. That's literally, his whole purpose of being here. We went to Shenzhen in 2019 to introduce strongman. Now we're coming, we're going back. There's like five strongman gyms now in Shenzhen, which yeah, is that's like awesome. Cool. We're making waves, boy. But they're like, yeah, these people is like 90 kilograms. I was like, it's not, they're like little Chinese guys, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so that's awesome, but, dude. We're gonna yeah. make waves in a country that's of that's billions, a whole, like, yeah. That's the, that's the whole goal with the strength unknown, man. They just really show strong man because strong man is the ultimate test of strength, hands yeah. down. It is yeah, the ultimate absolutely. test of strength. When in doubt, everyone everyone does something strong man bad, right? You move the table, you move the couch, you move everything. That's a fucking strong man bad. If you move, you if you help friend, if you help your friend move, you did a strong man bad. <laughs> that's what it is. But we do it for sport, not for – or some people do it for a living. And that's what I want to do. I want to grow the sport so that people <coughs> could do that fucking online qualifiers around the world. And now we have a live strongman event. Dude, that's a great idea, man. And I think you should pitch that to uh, to CrossFit. Yeah. Because that's do the it. thing is like we've talked about how siloed strongman is when you realize like there's a whole world of like – strength out there like you said strength unknown of like you have people all over the world doing insane feats of strength that like no one gets Mm -hmm. to see here which is why that's so important like it's crazy to realize like we always talk about like stone to shoulder and then you're like 329 kilograms is something you've never seen in a competition in the u.s just lifting just lifting that much weight is like just deadlifting it is, is is an incredible feat in and of itself much less rolling it over your knees and like getting it, sliding it up your body and just like, and then, then doing a circle around it. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, nuts, man. That's well, a, hey guys, we're like we're we're uh, way over. We typically try to stay at an hour, man. But oh shit, I'm sorry, a, dude. It's been, no, it's been such a good conversation. We're like we're up to an hour and a half. <laughs> okay, yeah, man. We should probably wrap it up in um, any any final thoughts, Remark. I mean, we really appreciate you coming on. Um, anything? I mean, where can people find you? Find Strength Unknown, um, whatever, yeah, so whatever you want to say. You can find me on Instagram um, at Romark Weiss. And then um, you can find Strength Unknown under Martin's Lisi's. Our new, uh, well, I don't know when this video is going to come up, but our new, our last episode of Bass Country is going to be this Sunday. And then, um, yeah, man. And then, uh, if you want, if you're watching from Scotland, I'll be in Scotland August 6th, lifting Diddy Stones. Hell yeah, man. Good luck with that, man. We'll be watching Thank closely. You. Yeah, we will. Thank you so much for coming by. This is excellent. For, for sure, man. Easy day. Yeah.
<laughs> you know what I mean? Support us on Patreon or Anchor and find us on Instagram or Facebook. <laughs>